0: The the whoop, whoop. That's the sound of a police. That's the sound of a yes. beast.
1: Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of a police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of a beast. That's a sound of a police. That's a sound of a beast. All right folks, welcome whoop, whoop. back to the Red ass, ass the podcast. This is episode 11, I believe.
0: Uh, or I guess technically 11 1/2, 10 1/2. <laughs> 10 1/2. We'll, we'll we yeah. we're we're getting we're getting close to a dozen, which means we're getting really close to having as many podcasts as we have listeners, so that's that's a good benchmark.
1: That is definitely a great benchmark, uh, man. Or bad. So this is or more bad, or bad, less what we know. do. We were having some technical difficulties from before, so I think we're good to go. For those of you who still don't know me, uh, this is Rob White, fighting Texas Aggie class of uh, 2014,
0: and this is Roy May, fighting Texas Aggie class 2015.
1: And we are talking about uh, enforcing in sports today, uh, primarily professional sport. But uh, this was Roy's idea, so I think we'll go ahead and let him kind of get this thing started, and we'll get a
0: little dialogue going. Yeah, well, it's not so much enforcing as it is, like, self-policing. Yeah, the policing of sports and not – and, yeah, the policing of sports, uh, to an extent, is – you know, refs, officials, umpires, whatever. Right. I'm talking about the, the self-policing that goes on with players. And and I I wanted to touch on, just because everything has kind of popped up on social media with the Astros and the Royals game. Right. Um, you know, you had uh, Altuve kind of kind of get hit, maybe on the bat, maybe on the hands, whatever. Could uh, have been I, accidental. I it was close. I, I don't think it was malicious. It wasn't that far up and in. He got hit on a check swing, which means... You know, he doesn't swing the bat by his face, so that's not where he was putting the ball. And right. every pitcher goes up and in at some point with no malicious in, intent, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got Bregman, got hit, and that was a little bit closer to really just kind of throwing in at him. Um, and then, uh, well, then you had uh, Springer. Uh, Springer, yeah, Springer. And you're, you're talking about throwing in a dude's head. And so this is kind of where. Like, you know, I'll preface this by saying my first sport ever was baseball. Same here. Um, the first organized sport I ever played in was YMCA Dad's Pitch. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've, I've loved baseball for as long as I've loved sports. And uh, so so I get it. I understand it. I understand the self-policing nature. And, and there's parts of it that I appreciate. However, um, and, and it, And I'll flip on the other side because, Lord knows, Twitter outrage is the most important thing and most accurate depiction of life ever. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, you know, people talking about, well, they cheated, so they should get it. And and look, I understand that. Like, there's going to be, there are going to be teams that are mad. There's going to be players that are mad. They're they're mad. You cheated the sport. Um, And even the teams that had no shot of ever sniffing the postseason are like, well, but we could have had a shot. If we hadn't lost all those games against them, uh, oh, which God, is fascinating the because Spirit. they, yeah, which is fascinating because they also beat that ass on the road. But, oh yeah, um, yeah. But uh, it, it's it's uh, the self policing nature of baseball has always been a fun thing to watch. But baseball purists are coming out of the woodworks, and uh, and it's the combination of well, they cheated so they can go to hell. Hit him in the face. Um, And this is this is just how the sport's always been, and this is how it's always going to be. But I think that's also a dangerous kind of approach because you think about like you start thinking about other sports where self policing is involved, and there's not a ton really because in basketball, if if you get fouled, you can go hack the dude, but you're going to pick up a foul. You know, Um, in football, it exists. Uh, I mean, you remember we saw, what was it, Bounty Gate with the Saints years back? You know, oh, yeah, there, that was a whole, you know, whole big deal. Yeah, there was Bounty Gate. And then in football, just in general, I mean, you're in full pad. Somebody takes you off, you ear hole him. But the problem is, ear hole, but, um, but the problem is uh, with that is now, you know, they develop rules that, that, you know, it's against the rules. And in college, you know, they have targeting. But uh, you were talking about, you know, targeting relative to, you know why it's in college, right? Well, yeah, a little bit. We, we touched on that for sure. But, I mean,
1: it's definitely different at the professional level. I mean, you look at a lot of those, it really does become much more of a focused personal thing, whereas in college it's just trying to teach the kids not to do what they're doing.
0: Right, yeah, wrap-up and form-tackle is really exactly. what they're – Well, I think it's a combination of wrap-up, form-tackling, and let's not really end a dude's career. You know, there is a, there's a safety portion involved, and I'm fine with that. I totally understand it. Yeah. Um but, but at the college level, it's different. Um, at the NFL level, like I, I grew up watching Chuck Cecil play for the Oilers and ended up playing for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Call him the human missile. Um, he defined, like, the rule of spearing. He was. Uh, <laughs> it, it was fun to watch, and now I look back and I'm like, dude, I don't even know how he's alive. See, like but, my um, dad,
1: I got to preface because, you know, as you know, my, my dad and my family, we are Steelers fans in New Mexico because we're weird like that. But, you know, regardless, um, my dad's favorite player and therefore my favorite player, even though I never had a chance to watch him play live, was uh, Jack Lambert. Yeah, you know, and that dude was in the same kind of vein. He would beat the living hell out of people because he could.
0: Right, but but even in the NFL, and, and just a quick touch, like on the college targeting thing, like you said, it's a it's a rules thing, but it's also a like a, a preparation. It's educational. It, it's, it's educational. Um, we should probably stop talking about the college aspect of it because I'm fairly certain that. Even at this point Donovan Wilson has already been ejected for targeting. yeah, uh, so yeah, he, he's 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 done for the rest of the podcast. Apparently. Donovan, but, if you
1: ever get a chance yeah, to listen, poor, please poor we Donno, absolutely
0: man. love you, but please talk No no, hit him all you want to. I'm just saying <laughs> like right. I, I I think he's I think he's still getting fifteen yards for hits in like high school. Uh, the uh, problem with college is they don't uh, they're they don't apply it equally, and that's a problem when you start going video review. We, you and I, see it with VAR. It's in Premier League. It's oh my god, VAR is absolutely Terrible. It's fascinating how you can have instant replay and it not be applied equally. Anyways, but back to the pros. So, but but even the professional you know sector has has gotten you know the NFL is is there. You know, crack, you know the crack, you know the crackback blocks, the you know the blindside hits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've even gone so far when you're talking about like the wedges on kickoffs, and and it, it really is a safety thing because, I, and I don't know how much time you spend around professional athletes. I don't know you got a bunch of buddies or some buddies, but if you have some buddies that are linebackers or or linemen in the trenches, um, you'll understand. And, and again, I, I don't like hang out like all my friends aren't NFL athletes by any means. Um, but but you'll understand that these are just elite, the elite of their field, and their field requires requires physical attributes, and they are they're just monsters, man. You know, yeah. with the development, yeah, just the development of everything, training and rehab and, and, and recovery and 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 you know supplements that, that that are available now, and being able to really, you know, kind of precisely develop parts of your game and guys like footwork king who does stuff that makes you know massive linebackers frightening because they're fast mm-hmm. but uh, but and so it's you have to understand these guys are just at elite levels and that includes the linebackers that includes uh pitchers because a starting pitcher these days needs to be throwing you know unless he's a full-blown breaking ball you know slider out kind of guy like uh, he needs to have some heat and even even the breaking ball guys, they need to be touching in the nineties. Period. It's it's you can't throw a sub ninety fastball in the major leagues and survive. Anymore. Nope, it's not you a thing can't. anymore. Because the development of players, and because we live in a world where they start when they're you know as tall as my you know patio table, mm-hmm. learning how to swing and, and see pitches and and work out. So it's but when it comes to policing, all right, what's up? Well, okay, well, what I
1: was saying, one one thing I thought was very entertaining was you go back and you watch just even a few years ago, you know the rookie movie came out, Dennis Quaid, and Dennis Quaid <laughs> threw a 98 mile an hour fastball. Granted, at his age, impressive at the time, but he throws that fastball and he says, "Do you know how many pitchers can throw 98?" And he's like, "You can count them on one hand." If you're not throwing a 98 mile an hour fastball in the majors right now, you're kind of behind the curve.
0: Well, you're certainly not a closer. You're certainly not a closer, not even a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, unless you're Tim Wakefield, I'm <laughs> well, fairly certain we'll pitch until he's 84. But yeah, uh,
1: good for him. Which is
0: twice as which is twice as fast as the speed, or twice as much as the speed of his knuckleball. No but <laughs> yes. uh, no, but the reality is. Man, the, the self-policing of baseball—I get it—but you're starting to—it's starting to get into dangerous realms. And Marcus Spears, who I love, and, and you know SEC football at all, um, you know, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Especially if, if you're an you know an AG and, and love the SEC, you probably it's decent chance that you were a Cowboys fan, so you saw him during those years as well. Um, you know, just because he was really good at football. doesn't mean that he doesn't understand other sports. And he was on ESPN the other day talking about, um, you know, the self-policing of baseball. And he got to talking about, you know, you start throwing this stuff at, uh, you know, you start throwing this stuff at guys, and whether it's high and tight or inside, you know, if one gets away and it gets to somebody's head, you know, throwing a nice six-mile-hour fastball at somebody's head. That's a career. Well, I'd love every baseball purist to – to defend that—that's the problem. If you want to throw a breaking ball at somebody's butt or like square in the numbers, fine, you're getting your point across. But you start throwing high heat that isn't just chin music, but it's like ear hole music. Again, ear hole—like you're messing with careers and lives. Mm-hmm. And and my favorite was the baseball purists. That's how baseball has always been. Uh, at, you know that's what how baseball has always been to begin with, because you know baseball back in the day. You know, it's like, what is it, Major League? You know, Vaseline, Bardol, and the umpire's looking (laughs) too close. Yeah, rub a little jalapeno pepper in my nose, and you put snot on the ball. But, man, baseball, it it cracks me up because baseball is, part of the premise of baseball is sign-stealing and getting away with as much as possible. It always has been. Which is hilarious,
1: considering... The extent of the whole situation where it's like, yeah, but it's not okay that you did it this way. That's the way it's always been.
0: You get away with it at whatever level you can get away with. It's like the George Brett Homer. You know, there, there, are, there are a few baseball clips for baseball fans that are more recognizable than George Brett at 137% speed come running out of the dugout when they ejected him for having rosin too far up the bat and he hit that homer. Right. And it's just, it's baseball, man. But nobody seems like nobody's throwing at George Brett the rest of the time. Yeah. It's, no. So <clears throat> I get it. I totally get it. They cheated. Fine. They cheated. It's like, if that's what you want from me, did the
1: Astros cheat? Absolutely. They did. Yeah. Were yeah, the Astros the absolute, butt? <laughs> Of this entire investigation and put basically thrown under the bus by the MLB, you absolutely bet your ass
0: that's exactly what happened. Here's here's my favorite thing: uh, You know, Yankees fans are the first to ever pile on, <laughs> which does the and, best ones. Well, but then, then an Astros fan always comes back and says, Well, what about the report that's, you know, y'all done everything to bury? It's a typical Astros fan trying to. Trying to deflect? It's not deflection. I'll admit we cheated. Now I want to see your report. Yeah, no, I mean, and let's not even don't, go don't, into the history of, um, you know,
1: steroid abuse within that club. Let's, let's,
0: I'm let's, just saying, I'm just saying, man, if you're a diehard baseball fan, don't ever, ever sit on your little ivory throne, because I'm telling you, telling every me. but. All 30 of you, all 30 of you clubs
1: have skeletons in your closet, no matter how terrible your team is. You have skeletons, and so just understand that. That when the next round comes around, Rangers fans, we love you to death, but when something happens, we will not relent. We will come at you. All
0: they All they had to do was build a warehouse with a Rangers logo <laughs> on, it and they're getting brought up. But anyway, say hey, okay, we're getting off topic. We Let's are, get but back still it's the, funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the policing in sports. So, getting like getting back to it, like, you know, you look around the, the professional sports, and there's not a ton of policing that can be done, right? Basketball. You yeah, come back, you're, you you're going to get a foul. Somebody in basketball. Well, you're going to get a foul, right. you know, if you try and retaliate. And you might end up with a technical um, or a flagrant one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, football, like we talked about, I mean, you can, you can ear hole a dude, but you might get ejected and fined. And like Premier League, like you want to go back at somebody, normally it's the dude that retaliates that gets the card. Right. Um, so really, the only other sport that self polices is, is hockey. But let's be honest. They let those dudes take their gloves off and beat the holy shit out of each other. Oh no doubt. So, yeah, I, they have a position Canada. called yeah. They have a position called enforcer. He's not enforcing anything other than pain. Yeah, but you're talking about a
1: dude that's what six five, six six, and you know he's weighing two hundred fifty
0: pounds. That's three, before he's on he's skates? Like, yeah, he's like three thirty with his equipment, and he's coming at you at a full sprint. That's why hockey shifts are short. The entire shift yet. is a sprint. <laughs> Yeah, and if you tangle with him, and as long as you don't fall on the ice, take your gloves off and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, in hockey's a little different though, because you, you have you know you have the penalty box, so you can play that game, but there is retaliation for your enforcing in the you know in the sense that you put your, you know, but but it works out in the enforcing right, like the self policing, right. like you're not going to do that crap again. So, Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Not to that specific dude in that specific game. No, Um, no, it's like the point's been given. You're going to go back. I will say, speaking of. Dude, if you knock a dude's tooth out, I think that's almost like 70% of it. Although you kind of give him glory because, you know, hockey players are not having teeth. I mean, once again, maybe a hair off topic, but the first hockey game I ever
1: saw in person was a Caps-Penguins game in Washington D.C. Dad was a big uh, Penguins fan uh, obviously with the Steelers thing but we went and watched the pins and the caps and just happened to be in D.C. and it worked out that there was a time to go watch a hockey game. When we went uh, there were literally four separate fights throughout the game where it two of them were when they both went to the penalty box and immediately came back at each other when they came out of the penalty box the fans next to us were like, "We're sorry, this never happens." My dad's like, "Are you kidding me? This is why I came to the game. <laughs> I want to see these yeah, guys be." Yeah, glad if this never
0: happens, then I'm never coming back.
1: <laughs> we need more of that. We need we need to watch this. It's what makes the games fun.
0: Well, the biggest thing is, and, and just to kind of touch back on what we're talking about, it's self policing. Right. And look, I get it. I get how baseball works. I understand that that's what we love about baseball is that. They kind of take care of their own problems. But if you're sitting there and telling me that throwing 96 miles an hour at some dude's head is acceptable, then you you need to piss off or you need to stand in a box and just watch a 76-mile-an-hour curveball. Just stand there and just tell me all of a sudden, again, because you don't understand, 99.99% of the people out there run their little yaps on Twitter and making all their little comments on social media don't understand what it's even like to stand in the box and have an 85 mile an hour fastball straight down the pipe. It would scare the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, yeah, so, so imagine having something 95 miles an hour rocketing at your head. You got a helmet on, but dude. That helmet isn't made to take direct impact.
1: No, and I mean we've we've certainly hit a point right now with that as you mentioned, that development and talent and the way the kids have really gotten so much better and they continue to get faster and better that we really as
0: as inaccurate. a fan base and accurate.
1: Yeah, inaccurate, right? And we as a fan base and we as just baseball fans, whether purists or not, whatever tag you want to put us on, at what point does it do we just concede and say, guys, it's a game. Let it go.
0: Well, again, and you know, I hate to play the other side of the argument, the side of the aisle that I think is you know, moderately idiotic for not seeing everything. It's okay to brush somebody off the plate. That is part of baseball. It's right. absolutely okay to do that. You know, I, I, I wish they hadn't taken away collisions at home plate, but I also get it. But the reality is brushing a dude off the plate and really even, like, hitting him between the numbers because people are like, oh, well, that pitch got away from him. Pitches really don't get away from major league pitchers. No. I mean, very, you know, very
1: rarely does that ever happen.
0: It's like when you see a ball go behind a batter. That it, It's just they don't make those mistakes. No, it, typically if it's that far off target, it's no doubt that was intentional.
1: Whether you know, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Like well, these guys I'm, are I'm, not I'm, inaccurate.
0: Yeah, my, my curiosity will be how baseball, how Major League Baseball reacts moving forward because right. we saw what was it? All three of those were in one game, right? Mhm. Yeah, and and I love it. Everybody's rooting like hell. Yeah, hit them, Blah blah blah. And the strokes are like. Dude, Sweet. we won fifteen. We won fifteen to four. Right. We we scored two touchdowns and went for a two point conversion on one of them. You guys suck. Well, see, like for me,
1: I mean, above all else, especially as this season will continue, my question is going to be to the Major League Baseball: How often are you guys going to continue to allow this? Is like every team going to need to put in their effort? Is every team going to have to come out and okay, you get your one pitch. Or are you going to allow, like, when we eventually go to play at the Dodgers in September, are they just going to allow them to beam the Astros all game?
0: I mean, you know, what's the story? Well, and, that, and that's what I was curious about because it, and I think it's, I think that Royals game has a lot of good context to discuss. The first one, dude, Altuve checks swung and it hit his hands, which means it was good enough for him to even think about swinging. Right. Not, not intentional. Bregman oh. – it's fifty-fifty. He might just try to, you know, trying to come in on Bregman and it slips a little. Right. You know, it looked like an inside pitch. Breg loves to crowd the plate. Sometimes a that's yeah. a, that's okay. But dude, up and out of dude's head is not a mistake a pitcher makes at that level. No.
1: And unfortunately, I think we're going to see. Well, and it's going to be really interesting to see how pitchers approach it. Are they going to try to go for the more? Oh, it was unintentional, kind of close in, maybe a little closer to the hands, not so much going for the head. I mean, if they go for the head, obviously there's intent there, and I think that needs to be enforced, policed by our umpires to really take care of that. Um, But, you know, it's going to be very curious to see with the season starting uh, right around the corner here. What, tomorrow? It's coming
0: up. (laughs) I've been, I've been so, you know, shoulders deep in Premier League. I don't know. But <laughs>
1: well, uh, congratulations to your, uh, your boys, by the way, uh, securing, oh. securing Premier League again.
0: I, 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 dude, after the first half and we were up one now I was like, oh, we're just gonna go for the whole three points. But, um, but anyway, hey, we can't talk too much Premier League; people shut us off. But, uh, and congrats to the trophy lifting. Um, oh, so, so uh, we're done with Premier League. We're uh, done. We've no, and, honest, and honestly, if I'm a pitcher, I'll just throw one right at their butt. I know I can place it there. Mm-hmm. I know I can. If I can paint the outside corner of a plate, I know I can hit the butt of a <laughs> – honestly, it, it's about the size of a plate when they turn. Right. So it's so a maximus, you know, and it, you
1: know it's not going to hurt that bad.
0: There's plenty of muscle you know, there. Put, yeah, put some rolling slings, you know, some rolling seams on their ass and, and call it a day. Get your Easy plunk enough. in and be done. So it's <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes forward. The self-policing in sports thing is uh, you see every other league cracking that well minus the NHL. And honestly, I the NHL, if you ever – well, the NHL, when you look at marketing, you want to talk about something that's happened over the last 10, 15 years, the rules that they have changed to make it a – a more watchable game for people that weren't hockey fans. Mm -hmm. Like this, you know, taking away the two line pass, you know, you're talking about some of the crease stuff. It's just the NHL has actually been really proactive to bring in fans that honestly, it's the NHL and outside of a handful of teams, they're all in America. Right. Which, you know, and outside of like seven states, America doesn't do hockey. No, but I got to be honest if you look at the numbers, I mean, the NHL obviously doesn't scratch, you know, the, the NFL or anything. But if you look at the number increase, it has been insane. All right, and I mean, you're starting to see it, especially you know, just talking in,
1: you know, directly down here. You're seeing an increased interest in Texas. Uh, I mean, that was evident when they went and played the outdoor games, the Cotton Bowl, and they filled up the whole damn Cotton Bowl for a freaking hockey game in Texas. No, dude, and it was like
0: it, it wasn't easy to get tickets. No. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it's, Good for them. It's uh well and, and one thing I'll say about Texans is is we love our teams and since we only have one team, we don't have to argue between Houston or Dallas or San Antonio or Austin. For now. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have the stars. We do have the stars. And until they make the Houston Arrows an NHL team. And it better be the Arrows. I mean <laughs> That's it's be the, arrows. It's, it's not the be. arrows it's if it's not the arrows I quit on the NHL Gary Bettman <laughs> can kiss my butt um, but uh, but honestly it's it's just yeah, we're gonna have to do another another cast uh, in a couple of days talking about how um, man is as, as inept as the restart that MLB had now the NFL looks like a bunch of morons right we could definitely dive into that. Wildly impressive. Man, but, I just... Yeah, man, it's just it's the self-policing of sport, and I get it, man. There's things you gotta do when he does you wrong, you do him wrong, and sometimes it's within the rules and sometimes it's not. But you were talking about baseball, where you have one guy that can literally alter a dude's life or career because he decides to throw at his head, and I think it's I think at some point even baseball purists gotta draw the line. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm certainly at a point where I. I mean, I can understand it as part of the game, but I don't want can, anybody getting thrown at.
0: You, well, I, don't want any, I don't want anybody getting, like, I don't want anybody losing their career because you're no. incapable of throwing it below their shoulders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's – and maybe that was literally just a dude the ball got away, but it's awfully convenient when it's the third hit It's you know hit batsman of the, of the game. So right. it just – I, I cannot wait for the Strohs to curb-stomp the league this year. You know, I think they're going to be very good. I really, just
1: based on everything I'm seeing, early predictions, I mean, you know, granted, ESPN can't say it, but it's yeah. going to be basically the Astros and Dodgers again is the way it
0: looks to be. Well, that that can't be right, because if you're getting it from ESPN, it's got to be the Yankees, right? Well, that's yeah, what yeah, they it said is, it was going to be.
1: I yeah, think yeah, it's going it to be the Yankees shots, right? and Dodgers again, which, you know, every time they predicted that, it never happens. So we're sure good. Like a,
0: are you sure it's not going to be the Royals? Because they're the enforcers of the league, and they got their ass beat by 11 runs. And this isn't like 1994 NCAA baseball with aluminum bats, and they got their asses beat by 11 runs. Right. and and How do you, as a baseball organization, accept the fact that you lost – My double-digit runs. And you bean three dudes. Thanks for the base runners, you idiots.
1: And see, that's just it for me. One of my favorite things about this whole situation, you bean our guys. We're going to be like, sweet, free bases. And of course, where was the trash can banging? You can't hear it because there's nobody in the stands. And there's no trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nah, so god I can't wait for baseball. I, I'm so glad
0: it's coming back. It's gonna be I great. Just, well, I just, I just thought it was something interesting to talk about because, uh, look, the reality is, it's every athlete wants to make sure that their sport, you know, is done right. Right. You know, it, however, however that's done, and every sport has their own little way of doing things. Um, but. I'm telling you, man, throwing a dude's head—it's insane.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully we'll not see a
0: whole lot of that coming up. Um, well, man, hope, hope. Then all hoping, open one hand and shit in the other, man. That's right. Which one fills up first? Mm-hmm. All right, well, folks. <laughs> no, so I guess, but I, I'm just. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I, I, yeah. I really hope that, that that you know, everything plays out, and then we're gonna get to see. There's no fans. There's no. There's really no home field advantage. No right now for, for, for any sports. So we're, we're getting to see the talent. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and since there's no noise, like you said, man, if you can't hear the trash can banging, <laughs> then maybe they're not banging trash cans this year and they're just still beating that ass. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm still convinced to this day the Astros are
1: more than capable of beating you with or without your signs. But
0: we hit the Astros uh, three times and we won. <laughs> they hit us. They hit us three times, and we won.
1: Yep. All right. So, all oh, right. Let's say we, we touched on some good stuff. Like I said, just a little bit of policing today, and that was good. But
0: um... oh, oh, the one other sport that polices, and it's just not popular at a professional level, but it exists. Freaking lacrosse. Oh well, yeah. Lax. No Lax is like hockey, man. And we we police our own, and it's normally not very nice. No. But, but but in lacrosse you can't throw it on your gloves and get in a fight. That doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, there's just a lot of slapstick. <laughs> well, bad joke.
0: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The, it, it, look, I'm the dad. <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to make shitty jokes like that.
1: <laughs> hey, folks. I will say this. So we do have a couple of other designs. I mean, of course, as you know, we do have our store up. So if you know somebody who needs a new shirt, come check it out. Maybe.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna mess with the store and relaunch it. Um, uh, we're gonna come with some more. De- we're gonna fill the store a little bit more, and then we're gonna relaunch it. So, right? Uh, you know, if if you want something, we'll figure it out. Uh, I might just buy a bunch of shorts and sell them slash give them away here locally. Um, but we'll uh, you yeah, we're, we're gonna add some more designs to the store, and then we'll kind of relaunch it. and yeah. I figured out that we're a little baseball centric, Aggie baseball centric on it. Well, so we're, we're gonna-
1: we've got a couple of new ones that. I, I, I threw together that I want to re- definitely push out if we can. Those might be fun.
0: Yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll actually do it. We're just gonna get some uh, get a couple more designs out, so you'll have some more choices. But um, but yeah, so we'll uh, I'll tell you what we'll probably record this weekend and talk. Uh, I mean, dude, what are we? Ninety six hours from the weekend? There could be eight million stories between now and then. Lord knows but, that's um, the truth. But, uh, look, I hope you guys are, are doing well. I appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, this is just something I wanted to touch on just because it's kind of ridiculous. That's like, right. If you, you got think, our if Twitters. You, if you're getting on Twitter and, like, responding to Marcus Spears because you think you know more about sports. <laughs> Go to bed. Bro, Bro, <laughs> find a hobby. And, 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 and not Twitter. Don't make Twitter your hobby.
1: No. Yeah, tw- there are better things to be doing than Twitter. I have not been on Twitter lately. I mean, I've been on it, but I haven't been, like, interacting much, and that's probably for the best. <laughs> it's a lot yes. of
0: craziness. Tell you what, you are want of policy in life, call it selective social media.
1: <laughs> I'm down with that. Well, as we do post, make sure you follow uh, Robert underscore White 14 on Twitter and Roy May 15 on Twitter, as well as our own uh, podcast here, of course. Um, But once again, guys, uh, this was Red Ass Podcast, episode 11. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay safe out there. Wear a mask so we can get back into the sports, please. Thanks. Mask, 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 and giggle. Giggle.